Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew, I am of course William Mamo. What's up, Mac? Hey, well, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm good, man. Good to have you on the show, man. Glad to be on, as usual. It's good, good to have you there, man. Um, you know, we got a busy day doing it on a special day. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the NFL draft, uh, the latest situation with the Yankees right now in um, Anaheim playing the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Talk about the Phillies series where Mets won two out of three. Um, the NFL draft, you know, the Jets and the Giants picks at three and um, six, you know, overall. And uh, talk a little NBA, and uh, of course talk about WWE. You know, with Bray Wyatt's uh, shocking new uh, gimmick, and of course Kofi um, being betrayed by Kevin Owens, the betrayer of all betrayers. <laughs> we'll get into that uh, at the end of the show. But most importantly, um, what you might call it. You can uh you could call us at um I'm wait I'm trying to remember the number nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine that's nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine so feel free uh, give us a call you know we'd love to hear from you but uh yeah let's let's dive in uh, to baseball right now and uh, you know kudos to to your Yankees man. They are they are red hot. They have they might have a bunch of people on the IR. Yes, I still call it the DL, but <laughs> for whatever reason, baseball changed it from DL to IL. You know, for whatever reason, I don't I don't understand it. You know, for decades they've been saying the the DL, but now they now they call it the IL. I don't know. I guess they wanted to be hip with the times. And with other sports or, or whatnot, I don't know why, but um, yeah, the, the Yankees have shoot, they have a bunch of all stars on the DL. I mean, it sounds like I'm talking about the Mets, you know, year after year, you know, having players on the DL. But you know, kudos to the Yankees, even though they they've lost practically their whole team, Stanton and Judge and now Clint Frazier. I mean. You know the the Yankees, they're you know they're still they're still playing to their potential, man. They're still you know in the thick of things, man. And they're trying to win their seventh in a row. They're leading four nothing uh, last time I checked in Anaheim. So yeah, the Yankees, you know they you know they you know they pick up the slack for for one another one another. And uh, of course yesterday. DJ Lemehu, not to be confused by the great radio guy, DJ Macaulay Matthew, 
You know, he he produced yes well yesterday, including the game winner. You know, CC um, he didn't pitch well, but he's uh, three strikeouts away from three thousand in his final season. So you know that's another guy you know on the team that's you know um, holding holding down the fort for you know the injured list Yankees. And then of course you got the young. Uh, Jonathan Loisaga, who uh, pitched well out of, the, out of the pen. So all in all, from a Yankee fan, what's your thoughts on uh, the Yankees right now? Well, I mean, right right now they're playing well. Um, you know, this I've never seen a season like it, where you have 13 players on the injured list and you have five over 500 RBIs on the IL right now. You have Judge. Stanton, uh, Andujar, Ickes, you know, our top uh, top hitters on the injury list. And then you have, like, these guys called up from the minors, the AAA system, like Mike Ford, Gio Urshula, Tyler Wade, Mike Toshman. And these have been the guys that have been producing and stepping up. And, you know, they've been playing small ball. And we've been fortunate enough to win six games in a row, I think, uh, what, eight of our last nine or nine of our last ten, I think, something like that. So, I mean, these guys have been the replacement Avengers for the real Avengers, you know, (laughs) that are on the injury list right now. But they've been playing well, you know, uh, playing old-school small ball and helping us win and holding down the fort until the big guys return. But, uh, you know, right now the Yankees, it looks like the Angels just tied a game at 4-4, so – you know, Yankees uh, are looking to keep the streak alive. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a strange season so far. You know, so many guys injured, but they, yet, yet the Yankees are winning. It's very strange. Yep. Uh, well, I'm me, on the other hand, I'm very used to um, a New York team having a bunch of all-stars injured all the time. Uh, I believe they call them the New York Mets. You know? <laughs> As a matter of fact, the Mets will have some guys on the – on the IL, you know, uh, Cespedes, um, uh, Jed Lowry, who hasn't made his Met debut, and then um, Pat Frazier, he just, uh, you know, he just debuted a few days ago, and um, he um, he um, he returned to the Mets lineup in grand fashion in his second day ever, uh, you know, this season. Um, what day was that? Uh, t- Tuesday. He hit he hit a grand slam. Uh, that was the that was the Zach Wheeler game where Zach Wheeler pitched uh, seven innings, walked nobody. Yes, let me repeat, Zach Wheeler did not walk anybody. I mean that's that's an anomaly, generally speaking. I mean, even though he he had for the most part he's been great since last year, even though he had a couple of bad starts this year. Um, but you know he went seven, struck out eleven, um, no walk. Knocked in, um, had a two-run RBI hit, and then his first career home run. So, I mean, Zach Wheeler did it all. You yeah, know. sounds like it. And it, yeah, and um, he's he's the what third Met um, to to go deep this year. Degrom, you know, had a home run his first home run uh, this year, I believe. Um, I'm trying to think who else homered. Syndergaard. A few days ago, had a had a, 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 a um, Dexter Fowler assisted home run 
because it bounced off uh, Dexter Fowler's glove when he leaped, and it went and you know went over the wall for a home run. Not to be confused with Jose Canseco's home run that went off his head and bounced straight over the wall, like decades ago. But you know, it was it was a sight to see, you know. And um, of course, then Wheeler uh, just went deep as well. So. You know, the Mets have been playing well. They dominated the, the Phillies. Um, um, the, the, the Tuesday night game, you know, they won 9 nothing. But there was some drama, you know, because, um, at, you know, towards the end of the game, um, Raym, you know, a pitcher for the Mets, he, he threw at um, uh, Hoskins. And uh, folks, remember that? If you're not a – if you're not a – you know, baseball fan or, you know, not familiar with the National League East, um, yeah, re- remember that name, Reese Hoskins, because I'm going to mention him in a minute or two. So, basically, they threw they, – um, he, um, he threw at him, and, of course, you know, Hoskins was, you know, was not happy about it. And then, after, and then afterwards, um, he walked him when he threw a pitch that um, – you know, went on, you know, went almost over his head again. And he, he, he glared at him, you know, as he walked into first base. Um, so, you know, of course, Mets was able to hold on to that, hold on to that game. And of course that was, um, you know, the, the first game, uh, the Mets won that game and, um, um, Harper, he was just being dominated the whole game. And not to mention the whole series, he struck out the whole the whole series, and he got ejected out of the game, the first the the first game. And Air, Jake Arrieta, you know the um the you know the the starting pitcher of uh, Tuesday night, you know he was saying like you know they need him out there, you know the Phillies need Bryce Harper out there, you know they you know he can't be getting himself tossed out. And I'm in 100% agreement of uh, Arrieta, you know Harper, you know he's he he's the what the three hundred thirty thirty million dollar man? You know he has to be in the lineup every day. You know yeah. you, you can't you can't let the opposition get in your head for you to get yourself tossed out of the game. And uh, yeah, he was arguing with the umpire. You know, and the umpire tossed him out when he was in the dugout. He was even at the plate. Well, apparently he was still arguing um, his strikeout um, from you know previously. And, uh, you know, he got tossed out, you know, and then, of course, Gabe Kapler came out to defend his player. But, you know, um, you know, the, um, the, the, the Mets won the first two games and, um, you know, the, 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 um, the Phillies weren't happy about what happened uh, on, on um, Tuesday night. And not to mention, Arietta on uh, Tuesday night was saying that the their team is, went was flat, you know. So basically, go fast forward to Wednesday, you you got Jason Vargas on the mound, and you know, on the mound that's an automatic L. However, to his credit, these past two games, he has pitched better. He hasn't went deep into the games. But he did show some promise. His, his um, last start before yesterday, he went four innings, uh, t- um, 
Mickey Cowley didn't even bring him to the to the to the fifth inning to make him start the fifth inning, which I wasn't happy about that. And and as you all know, I'm a prisoner of the Jason Vargas fan club, <laughs> if there is one. But he deserves to pitch, you know that um that um that inning previously. Then uh, yesterday. You know, he was one out away from uh from, you know, getting you know, getting uh um, you know, qualifying for a win, you know, finishing five he was one out away from finishing the fifth, but you know, he was in you know, some trouble and of course, you know, Jason Vargas, you can't trust him. And the Mets, you know, they, they for most of the game they were losing one nothing. Um, I think Harper knocked in that run. And it went all the way to the, what, I say about eight innings when Gesselman came in the game and basically, you know, choked up a bit. I think he gave up at least three runs. And then, of course, um, Rame faced Reese Hoskins, the name I mentioned about a minute or two ago. And what happened? He went yard against um, um, Jacob Rame, the same dude who almost hit at him plunked him, whether it was intentionally or unintentionally, the same guy who almost plunked him in the game, he took him deep. And that home run trot, man, that home run trot, I don't even think he reached, I don't even think he reached second base right now as I'm talking to you. Because this guy took 34 seconds, 34 seconds to run around the bases. And did he show up the opposition in City Field? Wow. That man, and what can you say, man? I mean, I didn't like it, but hey, if if you put if you're Mickey Callaway and you put him, you make him face uh, Reese Hoskins the day after he, you know, he um had the incident with, and let's just say Jacob Rame has not lived up to the put the potential that the Mets have for him as a you know as a guy in the in their system. He's been up and down AAA and and the majors for the past two years. Uh, they got him in the Granderson trade um, for those of you scoring at home. But um, what can what could you say? He you brought you you put him in the game, and he gave it up. And what can you do? He he, he gave up the home run, and um, he hot dogged it. So if, if Mets do not want him to to go deep on him, he should pitch better. Yeah. Any case, you know the Mets. You know they had a they had a opportunity to, you know, sweep the series, but you know the offense did not show up yesterday. And um, what can you say? Now they got to try to win the series against the Brewers, and they're hoping Jacob Degrom will be able to come off the DL and pitch tomorrow. But IL, we'll find out soon enough. You meant I.O. Oh, yes, I.O. Yes. <laughs> that's, the, that's the word of the day. <laughs> I.O. <laughs> but, yeah, what's your, what's your thoughts on, on the, you know, Mets-Philly situation? Well, the Mets have been uh, hitting this season for the most part. Um, but the pitching, man, the pitching has not been that good. Like, besides mm-hmm. DeGrom... I mean, Syndergaard has been shaky all season long, you know. Mm-hmm. And Vargas, you don't know when you're going to get a good performance out of him. I mean, the pitching needs to improve or 
you know, they're going to lose the division to the Phillies, you know, because mm-hmm. right now, you know, Phillies, on paper, they're supposed to be the better team, you know. Yep. So, but the Mets have been playing well, you know. But uh, if the Mets want to be able to compete with the Phillies in the division, the pitching is definitely going to have to improve vastly. You know, you can't have the you can't rely on Degrom going every five days and pitching a great, having a great start to carry. I mean, some of these other guys have to step up. Yeah, very true. And even Degrom's last couple of last two starts, he he hasn't pitched well, but hopefully he can come back and uh, you know p- pitch well. I mean, you, you you can't expect them to be J, J, Jacob Degrom, you know, yeah. missing what ten game ten ten days, and coming back. So there, there's going to be a little rust there, but hopefully it's good enough for uh, Mets to get the W, and hopefully the offense can uh, come back after taking two days off because Mets had the day off today, and um, of course Wednesday they didn't they got shut out, right. um, so. Yeah, they they lost I think six nothing yesterday. After they shut out the the um the the Phillies uh, nine nothing uh, the the you know game two. So yeah, okay. we'll, we'll see what happened with the, the with the with the Mets and uh, Gio Gonzalez. You know he he's not expected to um, start this series with the Brewers um, against the Mets, the other team that was rumored. To uh to be going after him apparently Mets um didn't guarantee him a, a starting rotation spot so you know um basically he 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 went with the guaranteed deal with the Brewers you know he signed a two year deal I mean actually a one year two million dollar deal and then I think two million in 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 incentives you know so of course you know he he opted out of the deal with the Yankees a few days ago I think it was Saturday. And uh, he just signed with them yesterday. So time will tell if Mets made the right decision to stick with Vargas and not uh, sign Joe Gonzalez, who obviously he's he's um, pitched a lot. He's pitched you know a lot better these you know for for several years. Um, these past two years he hasn't pitched all that great. Um, but you know we'll. Well, well, then again, he hasn't even started this season yet. But you know, we'll see what happens. And you still got Dallas Keuchel still out there waiting to be signed. I know that's so. that's the guy Mets need to go after. But last time I heard, he wants at least one year, more than the one year, seventeen million quali- a qualifying offer he would have gotten with the Astros, and or you know, uh, you know, a long term deal. So he's holding out. Yeah. And of course, Kimball's holding out as well. So, who would have thought in um, late April these two guys would still would have been signed? You know, yeah. This is the craziest off season ever, man. Baseball. Off- well, now we're not even in the off season. We're in the we're in the, we're in the first month of um, baseball. At the so. beginning season. Yeah. So, it's crazy. But um, as one season ends, another season um, is about to continue. Is about to start in uh, in a few months. But the future starts now, as uh, the Jets, you know, they drafted uh, Quinian uh, Williams out of um, Alabama. <coughs> you know, a great defensive guy. You know, should 
him and um him and uh Leonard Williams who he's who he's friends with, you know, they should uh form a, a good tandem, you know. So I think it's a good move for the for the, the Jets. Yeah. And then and then um number one, I'm trying to remember, number one was Kyler Murray. No surprise there. Two was uh uh 49ers drafted uh Nick Bosa. Um, of course, you know the Giants uh, drafted Josh Josh um, Allen. Daniel oh, Jones. No, not Josh Allen. My fault. Daniel uh, what Jones. What you said? Daniel Jones, right? I'm trying to remember who who drafted Josh Allen. Because um, Josh Allen was uh, like a what? Uh, yeah, that was another person. Yeah, my bad. Um, yeah, I forgot what team drafted Josh Allen. But uh, you know what's your Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen was this year? No, it, it's a different Josh Allen, not the not the quarterback one. Oh, okay. Because there was a there was a quarterback. And oh. In last year, in, in last year's draft, there was a Josh Allen, but this, but he, but he, they, if you saw them, they they look different night and day. So. Oh, okay. You know, but they have the same name. That's oh, where the confusion is. Okay. But uh, what are your what are your thoughts about the the draft? Uh, you know, so far it's fitting the strip, at least with the first few picks. Um, but Giants, um, yeah, I was, uh, thought they would, uh, go defense at that six pick. Um, but yeah, they, they pick, uh, Daniel Jones. I've never heard of the guy, but I hear that, you know, he's a good quarterback. He's very athletic. Um, he doesn't have a strong arm. Um, yeah, he he does have a strong arm right here. He's a very athletic, you know, quarterback. So, you know, we'll see if he's the heir apparent to Eli. Whenever Eli retires, you know, and then they'll hopefully we'll put him in there. But um, I I like the Giants' other pick, Dexter Lawrence. I think he's a great gonna be a great defensive player. You got him at def- he's a defensive tackle. Um, you know, he he'll help the Giants with the edge the edge rushing. Um, so that's good. That was a great pick, I I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, the draft has pretty much fit the script. You know, I expected the Cardinals to uh, to select um, what's his face, uh, Kyle Murray at for at number one because mm-hmm. right now the Cardinals desperately need a quarterback for that team, and they're yep. hoping that he could be the next um, Mahomes, like uh, Mahomes did for the. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, right, and he was uh, recently drafted by the the A's, the Oakland A's from baseball. But looks like right now he's just focused on his NFL career. Yeah, multi talented uh, guy, two two sport yeah. player. But um, yeah, sh- shifting gears. Um, uh, the, the basketball. You know the the Nets they. They got eliminated. You know, they they had a hard fought season. You know, surprising people how how far they you know how how well they did in the the, the regular season. But you know, now now the season is done. But um, the big question is, should they re-sign uh, D'Angelo Russell and of course sign another superstar? Sarah Durant or whoever they they have in mind, or not resign them, even though he's he's been phenomenal for them, and just go go after two superstars there. My my thinking is for them, I think they should they should resign 
D'Angelo Russell and then try to go after Durant, you know, because they have that com- they have the camaraderie they have that camaraderie with uh, with um, with uh, you know with him on the team. So I, I think he he's a guy they should they should keep. Uh, what do you what do you think? Oh yeah, they're definitely gonna keep him. I mean, you know, after the year that he's had, bring and helping them reach the playoffs. Yeah, there's no question you have to bring him back, and then you then have to go after a guy like Durant, you know, and they're having Durant on this Nets team would definitely, you know, make them a championship caliber team if they were able to get him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they just need to put a little bit more pieces here and there. But, yeah, Durant. Durant is a is a difference maker. It's like putting LeBron James on the team. I mean, with the exception of the Lakers this year, you know, but, you know, a, 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 a top a top five talent, you know, at the at the minimum, you know, you you can't go wrong with that. That's a that's a you know a franchise changing guy. Yeah. So you know, I'm uh, obviously as Knicks fan, we're hoping he could come to to the Knicks. Um, you know, apparently he sold his Malibu house, and of course, you know, there was reports weeks ago that he. He moved his uh, company to New York, so I guess, like like we've been saying all this year and last year, or maybe the past couple of years, we'll see. We'll wait and see what happened on July first, you know. But yeah, the the Warriors they um, they were Warriors. I think they're 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 at the brink. Or, 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 I'm trying to remember. Um, or, then they lose just the Warriors lost to the uh, Clippers. Yeah, they lost. Is so now uh, going to Game Six at, at the in, back to LA. The Clippers have won uh, two games in a series when everyone thought they would get swept. So they're yep. making it look competitive. Yeah, and if they if they tie up this series, man, anything is possible. I yeah. mean, the war the Warriors. Normally, I would say, you know, if a team, if the, if the Clippers do tie up the series in game six, they're going to automatically win game seven. But, you know, the Warriors, man, they're battle-tested. So, um, Warriors is one of the few teams that I could see they could bounce back. Even though, yes, they do, they do have recent history in, uh, what was it, 2015 when they – no, 2016 is when they um, – when they blew that three-one lead to uh, the Cavaliers in the um, the NBA, you know, the NBA Finals, but yeah, I think they'll hold on to it. They'll, they'll, um, they'll, you know, they'll they'll advance. Yeah, hopefully, you know, they're not the artist favorites to win it all again. So, of course. And then uh, another tough loss for um, the the uh, the Thunder. You know, Westbrook. You know he's a, he's a walking triple double, but this team can't can't advance to the third past the first round. You know, this is a, what third straight year in a row they they've been knocked out, and uh, Westbrook was PO'd. You know, you know he was, you know, um, you know criticizing you know the you know the quote unquote haters. You know he's saying you know he has a beautiful life. You know. You know, he feels like he doesn't have anything to prove, and you know, he ha- he had a whole, um, you know, rant about how he 
you know, about how, you know, some people perceive him. Uh, what do you think his perception, what, what is your perception of him if he doesn't uh, win a title or at the very least get out of this uh, first round uh, exit he's been having these couple of years? Uh, well, I mean, right now it's, I don't know, man. It, it's right now there's a lot of talk of Russell Westbrook being overrated, him padding his stats. You know, him not being serious or taking, you know, um, bad shots. Um, I mean, yeah, if he doesn't win the title, then he'll just be another very good player who didn't win the championship. But a lot of people will say he's selfish a bit, which I do see. Mm-hmm. You know, he does hog you know, he does the, he is a ball hog. Mm-hmm. Um, does shoot, uh, you know, unnecessary shots a lot of times. And, yeah, he's... You know the main reason that they haven't uh, gotten past the first round. You know, yeah, these last several years, and also in this series against Port- the Blazers, I mean, he got killed by uh, by Damian Lillard. Lillard. Yeah, Lillard oh, had yeah. fifty points and the buzzer beat in that last game. Oh yeah, crazy! It was game time. Mm-hmm. It was game time, man. Oh man. So, so I mean, Russell Westbrook is gonna have to change his game a bit. You know, for the yeah, for his team to move forward, he's gonna he's gonna have to pull a LeBron or or his former teammate Durant, and and pull a super team. You know, no, not a super team. I mean, he's just gonna have to change his game a bit. You know, he's might have to stop taking bad shots or you know be a little more unselfish. Yes, yeah. you know, and it should be easy for him since he's a walking triple double. He gets assists, but. Like he says, it looks like, you know, it's statistics. You know, it's, you know, he's yeah, getting he at least 10 assists. Yeah. But it's just padded stats. You know, he's a very talented guy, you know. But, yeah, he, he definitely needs to um, share the ball. And, and that's weird for saying a guy who who's a triple-double because, I mean, you know, he he has the, he definitely has the ability to do it. I mean, this dude this dude has, like, like has seasons. What well, he averages triple double, so yeah. I mean, it's just he just needs to he just needs to do it, you know. That that's it's just as simple as that. Yeah. And um, you see, what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Now I'm sh- shifting to uh, WWE. Um. Yeah, I guess we'll, let, before we talk about the Kofi and, and Kevin Owens thing, I guess we'll, we'll let's talk about the um Bray Wyatt and his new Firefly um uh, Funhouse. Yeah, I think that was the name of the show. <laughs> and it 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 here's my initial thoughts when I saw it. I was like, what the heck? And then as I thought about it more since Tuesday on. Mike, you know what? It's it's crazy, but I'm I'm I am kind of intrigued to see what they're gonna do with it, you know? Because here's what here's what would make it continuity how it would work. Because the last time we saw him, you know, on on you know on um, Raw or in a pay per view event, he was um, tag team. He was he was um, feuding. Well, let me see. 
he fell into the lake of uh, reincarnation. No, wait. No, that was when he, wait, wait a minute. Let me think. No, wait. When he fell into the lake of reincarnation, that was when he battled uh, Matt Hardy. Yeah. So the only way they could make this canon is as if, because after he became friends with him and disappeared, the the effects were long term, and then it turned him to this guy because technically no when he left, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying sense. to put headcan into this to this storyline because he had a huge break, uh, you know, from when he was tag teaming with uh, with Matt Hardy, which now Matt Hardy is rehabilitated and now he's um, I think he's the tag team champion with his brother Jeff on on, on SmackDown now. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I guess the only way how it could work is, you know, after he fell into the Lake of Reincarnation battling Bray Wyatt, you know, he became a good guy, which, you know, of course, which resulted in him teaming up with him. And then when he, during the break, you know, he, um, he um, turned into the, he fully turned even more of a good guy and into this Mr. Rogers meet Pee you know, Herman character. Or most likely, it could be, uh, you know, a ruse, him pretending to be, you know, this happy-go-lucky, nice guy. But in reality, he's still he's even more sinister than ever, because if you saw, on his on his gloves, one hand says hurt, and one one of the other hand says heal, which was which kind of reminded me of uh, Radio Rahim from uh, from Do the Right Thing. One of the the I think one of the, his one of his. Uh, his brass knuckles said love, and I think the other one said hate. So maybe, you know, maybe he, you know, he's trying to deceive the children into thinking that he's this nice guy, but in, in actuality, he's he's even more sinister than ever. Yeah, I don't know which way WWE is going with this character. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to see, you know, what more we're going to get to see out of this Bray Wyatt. It'll be interesting. Yeah. You know, and another uh, thing, and, oh yeah, and another thing, um, you know, he, he had the, um, they finally revealed what that creepy bird was. It was Mercy the Buzzard, and the witch is Abby the Witch, which is, of course, Sister Abigail. But um, what, what, they, what the rumors is is that possibly – uh, Abby the Witch might be Nikki Cross since she's not drafted, you know, of course, formerly of uh, Sanity. Um, she might be Sister Abigail. And um, I guess either Eric Young or Eric Rowan might be um, the Mercy the Buzzard, you know. So I guess that's mm-hmm. what paying attention to, you know, if those two wrestlers become the personification of those puppets that he's, you know, he has on the show. But all will be revealed soon. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he uh, keeps up with this character and, you know, what this in character, you know, what what exactly we should expect from this character, you know? Oh, yeah, and another point, Mercy, the, the buzzard, is uh, most likely an homage to the former uh, WWE superstar or then WWF superstar, Waylon Mercy, who 
uh, Bray Wyatt credits, you know, um, barring his being inspired by his gimmick, which of course Waylon Mercy was inspired by uh, the Camp Fears um, character, mm. you know, played by Robert De Niro. So yeah, there's that little homage to uh, Waylon Mercy. But um, yeah, the other news um, is Kofi Kingston uh, and and um, Xavier Woods being betrayed by Kevin Owens, the betrayer of betrayers. And uh, I'll call it, man. You you called it from the get go that he was gonna that he was gonna turn on them. Yeah, I thought it was gonna happen last week. Actually, when they first yeah paired them up with New Day, you know, I had a feeling that Kevin Owens was gonna pull something, but they waited until this week to do it. Um, which you know is which makes sense because you wanna you know create the you know set up a match between him and Kevin Owens, you know, and I thought that's what they were going to do. But, yeah, I mean, it was a perfect perfect way to, you know, initiate a match between them. And I think they'll they'll have a great match at this upcoming pay-per-view. Yep, and here's the signs. One, Kevin Owens, he betrays everybody. He betrayed Sami Zayn, who he's been real-life friends with for at least 13, 14 years, even before they were in WWE. You got, two, the Festival of Friendship, you know, where he uh, infamously betrayed Chris Jericho. And then now, on Tuesday night, SmackDown, he, he turns on them, which yeah. I kind of sensed it just before he turned on them because, you know, they, they were he, – he, he just tossed out, um, uh, I think well, – who are they fighting? Uh, Rusev and Nakamura. Right. So they were out of danger. And then out of nowhere, he super kicked them a la Shawn Michaels – you know, in the barber shot to Janetti. Yeah. And and another thing is they kept referring to him as an honorary member of New Day. When you're honorary member, usually you just last that one day or one episode or whatever and you're back to normal. This was the longest honorary member of all time until he <laughs> betrayed them. So they knew how how is this how is this union gonna last? Yeah. And to yeah. me it, it, what were you gonna say? Oh no! no, I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, it was a perfect, it was a perfect setup, you know, for them to, to, you know, initiate a match between them. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting now to see. um, Now you have a what's his face out, Biggie's out, and now you have a yeah. um, I forget his name now. The other New Day member, his name. Um, Uh, Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods, yeah. He got injured by by uh, by Kevin Owens, so he might be out also. Mm. So you might have a uh, Kofi Kingston by himself fighting against Kevin Owens, right? With that help. power bomb, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, another thing people didn't notice is that Jinder Mahal is back on SmackDown. So I'm thinking this is basically they're using Jinder Mahal to shockingly upset. Xavier Woods, because you could clearly see there, Vince McMahon views him as a transitional champion. Then once he, once Jinder Mahal beats, um, you know, Xavier, I mean, not Xavier, um, Kofi, then Roman Reigns will come in as the white and, you know, shining, the, the, the knight in, in white shining armor to, to win the title back. Because obviously if he, if Roman Reigns beat Kofi, he, he, nobody's going to cheer for Roman Reigns, right. even though he's 
as popular as he was, he's he's almost as popular as he was when the Shield originally ha- happened. But um, yeah, that's basically it. Uh, you have anything you want to say quickly? Uh, just check out my show iMac on Saturday at eleven. When they watch over you. All right, you heard the guy. Check out his show. Check out this show every Saturday at eleven. Check out my YouTube show, Sports Revolution TV. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.